Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Audible Farm Podcast. It is episode number 35. I can't believe I've done 35 of these already. Cheers to you guys for listening, and uh, cheers to all the guests for joining me. This week, my guest is none other than Jake Merritt. That's right, Jake Merritt uh, plays drums uh, in a plethora of bands. Holy cow. Uh, We get into all of that in the podcast, so make sure you uh, tune in for the whole thing. We've been talking about doing a podcast for quite a while, and uh, we finally got it done. I've I've recently changed how I do things here at the Audible Farm Podcast, and I, I have a little studio set up in the basement of my house because I'm classy like that, and then I also have a nice little portable recorder that I'm starting to take places. So I'm testing out how that works, and uh, this is one of those tests. I showed up uh, and met up with Jake, I guess. I guess we met up together uh, after work one day. We work in the same town, so we met up. After work and uh, started talking on the podcast, we got about a minute or two in and uh, my recorder was full and, you know, go figure. So I uh, formatted the card, we started over and that's where we're sitting today with the podcast. I don't think we got too far and the topics we burned through um, in the first recording were touched up uh, in the second one. So I really appreciate Jake for sitting down and uh, doing this with me. Uh, I didn't realize he was so talented and he had had his fingers in so many pies. So uh, shout out to Jake. Check out this episode. It's going to be a great one. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Episode number 35 with Jake Merritt. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Okay, we're going to try this uh, again. So uh, I'm sitting down today uh, with Jake Merritt. That's correct. Jake. Yeah, it's Jake. I got it right. <laughs> um, so we, we tried this one other time. We got about a minute in. My recorder uh, got full. I had to format the card and do a whole bunch of nonsense. But we're going to try this again. Uh, unfortunately, the two of us have burned a couple of awesome topics. Yeah, it's, we can go. We can revisit. All right. Let's. I, I want to talk about... Uh, we discussed how you got started playing drums. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's, let's go over that again. You started how young? Oh... I want to say I was like five or six. It might have been later, but I, you know, I was I was young. Mm-hmm. Kind of how it started is um, my father is was is a drummer still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, his father was a drummer and his father was a drummer, so it's just this lineage of yeah beating on things with sticks all the way and ba- all the way back all the way back. And you know, growing up, I'd go follow him with him to uh his gigs he played in like dance bands uh-huh. and so it's like a big band type deal big band. like like horns and things yeah yep yep um you know just old swing music and That's you know cool. I'd, I'd watch him set up and you know see what he was you know see what he did and how like people really got into you know live music and stuff yeah yeah definitely and then uh one day he just brought home a pair of Phil Collins signature drumsticks, and the reason why they were Phil Collins is because they were just really small, like yeah. for a pair of drumsticks. Yeah, and me were, being small. Yeah, you were saying that they're like what, eight, ten inches tops. Or yeah, something? They, they, like thirteen or fourteen oh, inches. It's, just that's, short. That's, real, yeah. that's pretty short. Yeah, and so I, you know, just played around with those sticks, and he uh, let me use one of his many snare drums he had. And, like, in my bedroom, it was just kind of, like, set in a corner. And I would listen to some, like, CDs and try to tap along with it. 
And like I was telling you before, there was this Kiss record that came out like in the mid '90s. It was live. It was probably for like a reunion tour. Mm-hmm. But I heard like shout it out loud. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm assuming it's Kiss Alive three, but I'm, it, I'm it could not be. Yeah, sure. yeah, it could very well be. But man, I listen to that thing just all the time, and you know, I would try to tap out to what Peter Chris was doing, and like I became so obsessed that one year for Halloween I went as Peter Chris. <laughs> nice, nice. That's cool. I remember there was like one girl came up to me, he's like, "Are you a cat?" I'm like, "No, I'm." Peter Chris, come on, yeah, you know, like, get get with it, little get kid. With the program, what's <laughs> right? matter with you? Jeez, but yeah. And then you know, I expanded listening to other stuff, and you know, he let me sit behind one of his kits he'd have set up, like in the basement or somewhere else, and I uh-huh. just kind of figured it out. But it it always just kind of came natural, and I think maybe it's because I'm like really detail oriented, so like yeah. I always like wanted to like you know I'd see someone do something, and I'd try to like mimic it, you uh-huh. know. Um, I did the same thing. I was obsessed with baseball when I was little. And I'd see like these, you know, guys. You know, we go to baseball games. Just mm-hmm. try to like imitate their swing. You know how they would like pick up a ground ball. How they would throw it. Just stupid stuff like that. Yeah, but well, yeah. yeah, you know. But I kind of figure it out. Yeah, exactly. It's a uh, it. It's like you're learning through imitation, which is actually right, like yeah. one of the few things that sets us yeah. apart as humans. Actually, there's yeah. not, not too many yeah. others. Yep. Others do that as far as species go. Totally. So yeah, that's neat. But um, and you know, and then from there it just kind of progressed. Um, I think I got my first like drum set, like my own. It was some like fifty dollar thing they found. Someone was just selling it, and yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular, mm-hmm. but I mean, it made noise. I had some cymbals, and I would just, I would just go to the basement. I would just play. You know, uh-huh. you know, it probably didn't sound the best, but got my coordination down and got my timing down. And then, what was some of the first stuff you tried tackling oh, as far as playing? Man. Oh, I'm sure, Wipeout was in there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely. like the that's like the free bird for drummers. Yeah, you know, someone yells free bird, play Wipeout. Nice one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it was there. Uh, <laughs> you know, from what I remember, like listening to Blink One Eighty Two for the first time with like Travis Barker was like a big deal. Oh yeah, just because he was doing stuff that like I never heard before. Yeah, and it was just incredible. Yeah, you know? he's he's got one of he's one of those guys that like obviously it's like a pop punk band. But yeah, it stretched so much further yeah. than just I mean, being pop. The guy's punk chops are just out of this world but um so you know i like when i got take off your pants and jacket you know I, yeah i'd listen yep. to that and uh that's an album yeah yeah for everybody it's an album yeah it's not yeah <laughs> yeah for everybody that doesn't know it's, it's a good album you it, should go find it yes yes <laughs> but uh you know i would try to play along with with that and, mm-hmm. um and then as we were talking before it's like 2003 I heard the band Lamb of God for the first time and yep. that's like when I like got into metal you know oh, yeah. starting with them you know most people it's like oh this is Metallica it was Slayer Anthrax yep 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 yep. and don't get me wrong I, I listened to those bands too but it was just later on it was Lamb of God that kind of got me in yeah. that oh. track you see know? yeah I mean like mine was Maiden but since then yeah. it's, it's exactly like you said yeah. like Maiden's a, one of those yeah. ones it's like oh you that was the one you know yeah. and then I went big four after that right so it was oh totally Megadeth like and Anthrax and yeah such. and so you know I started with Lamb of God then I like Slipknot was there Shadows Fall was a big one yep, that I was like yep. super into, and that was actually my very first concert. 
Oh, cool. They were at the Hilton in Ames, and it was, I think it was Shadows Fall, Lamb of God, Slipknot, that order. Oh, jeez. And like, we were on the floor. Dude. And I was like 14, 15. Yeah. Just in, just sea of people. Yep. Yeah, I actually re- recall that show. Yeah. I recall a lot of people going to that. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Then, you know, I got obsessed with like Joey, and then like Chris Adler was the drummer from Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Huge inspiration on my metal playing. And then, you know, you start with these bands and like, oh, I'll check out this band now or this band. You know, they're on tour with this band, so they got to be good. So uh-huh. that's just kind of how it like yeah, yeah. branched out for Ex- me. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Like, uh, I was lucky to have somebody that already liked all that music and they were just right. like one, one album at a time, one yeah. band at a time. They'd start yeah. feeding me stuff yeah. and then from there you kind of go off yeah. on your own. Uh, Chris Adler, actually speaking to him, I want to say I listened to a podcast not too long ago with somebody interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know who Bill Burr, the comedian? Is? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I want to say Bill Burr interviewed him on his I podcast. I bet because Bill's kind of a drummer himself. Yeah, not bad either. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I just listened to one podcast he did. He just went and saw Meshuga. Yep. And he talked about Thomas playing Bleed. That drum part is just yep. insane. Yeah, and I that's if I could go see Meshuga, I like. You know, they don't tour a whole lot anymore, uh-huh. and, you know, they don't get anywhere close. Maybe the cities, but... Yeah. Yeah, that was another band I really got into, was Meshuga, And, uh... I mean, it totally yeah. makes sense, like, the progression, too, because mm-hmm. um, as far as, like, you're a drummer, so you want to go for the stuff that involves the most... Te- Fast, the technical, technical um, and, stuff. And that was me just still kind of being, like ignorant to what you can do with drums too you uh-huh. know like, oh, there, well that's the thing though it's like some people think yeah it's the same deal with guitar this guy's shredding oh, oh yeah he's, he's shredding so fast. Sweeping he's so fast so, he's so yeah. good but it's like well can he chicken pick you yeah know? And you just go down the line yeah. it's like you, i talked about this with somebody else in a podcast recently like depending on what style you're gonna play there's there's tricks yeah. to the trade in each one yep. of those styles yep. that make you and good like, so you know is he making noise or is he like making music uh-huh. you know? yeah you know and you know being in high school too like Metal was perfect for that, you know, teenage angst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. remember riding around, and I had a 91 Lumina with <laughs> somewhat <laughs> decent speakers in there. You I know? was going to guess Lumina yeah. just, just because. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's that awesome. car, may it rest in peace, uh, pieces. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we just, like, me and a few buddies, we would drive around just listening to, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was loud, cool. But... And then at that time period, my brother Greg was at Iowa State, and he met like a bunch of new friends down there mm-hmm. that they were into like different type of music, more like alternative rock at the time. Yep. Um, you know, some heavy, some not. And when he'd come home, he'd bring like CDs they'd burn for him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he'd give me some, I listened to that. So I really got into, oh, Seosin was a big one. Okay. So it was, you know, still kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but just not overall mainstream. Nah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, God, how else? I, we just found my CD booklet of, like, all this stuff. Like, Alkaline Trio was in there, too. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, just a huge array of whatever, you know, stuff uh-huh. I didn't hear. Yeah, so, well, that, was, that used to be, like, to everybody that has MP3s and yeah, uh, that was the way iPods to do it. and phone yeah. stuff. 
Dude, my car used to have the car that I used to have what had like a 200 plus CD. I call it the Bible, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. Just get something out of there, and if it if it wasn't in there, I had it on cassette somewhere. Yeah. And I just had like stacks of CDs and cassettes in the back seat like, of my car. You'd have to make the trip to Target or Walmart to get the stack of blank CDs. You yep, know, and yep. like, sweet, this is gonna last me for a month, so I'm just yeah. gonna start burning everything. But, yep. but yeah, so I mean, Greg going to college was a a big thing just because he introduced me to like a lot of stuff I still listen to now, like a band, God, one of my all time favorite bands, Manchester orchestra. Never heard of them. That, I mean, they're just, they're a rock band, you know, but it's like, I'll have to check just out. incredible songwriting. And, you know, he introduced me to that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, but then the saga continues. So as I go to college for music, I went to Iowa central here first, yep. which was wonderful. Yeah. You know, if you live in the area and, you know, you're out of high school or, you know, you don't know what, to know what you want to do yet, I mean, you can go there. You uh, yeah, I mean, I'll vouch for that. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you're I, recent. I'm very serious. Like, uh, as we're recording this tomorrow, I graduate. So, That's right. Yeah. So, uh, Congratulations. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, also, kudos to anybody who's done any of that stuff because I didn't realize how hard it was until I actually went out and tried to graduate from something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. kudos to anybody. Uh, yeah. Everybody graduating. And, and the music program there is killer. And it's a lot bigger now than when yeah. I was there. I think this is my 10-year reunion when I graduated there. Yep, 2009. Oh, cool. So, And since, you know, it just gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that. Then um, I finished up at Buena Vista, mm-hmm. and I still did music there. Oh, cool. Um, and that's where I did, like, uh, recording production. Nice. So I did that. And then I also had another major in like arts management, okay, with an emphasis in uh, instrumental music. Cool. Which basically, I took all the classes a band director would, minus like the ed classes. Yep. So you know, I still had to do percussion lessons, and uh, I had to take conducting, music history, music theory. So I, you know, I went through the gambit of that. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. And uh-huh. I tell you what, I mean, I got. I got my ass kicked a lot, yeah. but it really disciplined me to like, man, like I've been a hack this whole time. You yeah. know, I'm just, you say you got your ass kicked and that's not by like bullies at the school. No, hate, hate no, the, uh, the bullies were my professors, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But there was just so much that, you know, I still didn't understand. And, you know, at that age, you think, you know, everything. Uh-huh. And now, well, yeah. you know, I've just, you know, I, I don't know everything. I will never know anything about you know, any everything about drums, you know, because yeah. you can always learn, you know, uh-huh. you know, you never just want to like settle for what you got now. I so. always feel like that's the like most painful part about like learning an instrument is the, the better you get at it, the more you realize the less, you know, mm-hmm. and it just keeps getting worse and worse or mm-hmm. better and better the mm-hmm. farther you get into it. Cause yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, even if you understand things in concept, it's just yeah. like, yeah, but this guy's doing it differently, and that guy mm-hmm. did something differently, and yeah. there's no, there's not really a whole lot of rules, yeah. even though there are a set of rules, you know. Yeah, and it, you know, it really humbled me out too, because like, you know, in high school, you know, I went to high school in Manson, and you know, being a a good drummer there, you know, you're like, well, I'm really good. I really don't have to, you know, try to learn anything more. I'm already at the top here, you know. Yep. You just kind of get that arrogance to you. Mm-hmm. And even a little bit in college, but in high school, my junior and senior year, I was selected for the Iowa State Jazz Band. Yep. 
So I represented three classes as like the jazz drummer in the state. And that's another time I got my ass kicked two years in a row. Dude, yeah. I uh, I watched a couple of those, the uh, Iowa jazz competition. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, what's it, the jazz all-stars? Something like, I can't remember what they called yeah. it, but it was, uh, Yeah. They that's some good stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy. They're all high schoolers. Yeah. Too. Yep. Yep. I, the man, the, the two directors I had those years, I mean, they are like professionals and my God, I, like I said, they just chewed my ass. But <laughs> I tell you what though, that was one of the greatest things though, because it made me like, I, I need to work on this. Yeah. And I really need to like focus. I need to listen to the greats if I want to understand this type of music. Mm-hmm. And like since then I've just been in love with like jazz and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it, I mean it's you're not playing like the drums, you're playing an instrument that can uh-huh. You know, you can still make melodies with a drum set. That's one of the biggest like That's the thing that I feel mm-hmm. so many and it's not I'm not cracking on drummers, but mm-hmm. I, as far as I'm like, I tried learning how to play the drums, and I can go boom cha boom cha. You yeah. know, like, and, but that's not like what you're talking about. That's not the melody yeah. of the drums. Yeah. Uh, the craziest part about watching like jazz drummers is it's like you're not using the snare to keep time. Mm-hmm. You're not even using the kick drum yeah. to keep time. Yeah. And it's like all the all the time you're keeping is yep. coming off of like a cymbal and a tom somehow, exactly. and it's like yeah. this is insanity. You know. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, that's not how they teach you in the beginners classes. You exactly. Know? You know? Yeah. And for the longest time, I was always. A drummer. I was never a musician. So yeah. those college years taught me how to be a musician. Yeah. And since then, that's what I still work on. It's yeah. like, you know, how can I be a better musician that rather than just two and four, you know, yep. just yep. being in the back. So, yep. um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more than just two and four and then sliding, yeah. sliding into Exa- the pocket. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And I, and I get that too, because I've I've run into the problem of like, what do I call myself? Am I a mm-hmm. musician? Because, um, I mean, like, I'm not a composer. I don't write music, mm-hmm. which would kind of delete me from being an artist in a sense, right? Um, audibly at least. And I don't necessarily write a whole lot of my own music, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm like 100 percent a musician <laughs> right. or, just, or just an instrumentalist, you know, yeah, like a, yeah, or what it is. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I I feel where you're coming yeah. from, man. It's yeah. it's that thing of taking it to the next level. It's and, a, and you know it's an, you know not to get philosophical but you know it's like it's a never-ending journey you know mm-hmm. it's a lifetime of learning things mm-hmm. the more people you play with the more different type of stuff you play yeah yeah really makes you, i mean i if you'd have told me you know like 10 years ago like you're gonna be playing with the fort dodge symphony carl king band a jazz trio a country classic rock you know band a punk band all at the same time, yeah. I've been like, "Shut up, no way!" <laughs> but that's what I do now, and it, yeah. I love it, man. Like Sunday, uh, I played with the Choral Society. I played timpani, cool, and we did a Puccini piece, you know, nice. and it just is awesome, you that's, know. That's just, cool, and it's also cool that you can um, like respect and enjoy all of the kinds right, of man. music because yeah. it's not like you're just like metal and only metal. Yeah. If it's not metal, your music sucks. You know, you play it all. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad I just didn't like when I was in the metal thing. I just didn't stay there. Exactly. You know, because I I could have be- become as great as I could playing yeah. metal. Oh but yeah. But you just kind of like fizzle out. You like might max out. And then, yep. Yep. Then you get burnt out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, it comes back to like 
in my analogy, it's like shredding guitar. Like mm-hmm. you can get faster at shredding, but there, you're like you said, you're gonna max out eventually, yeah. and then you yeah. just can't go any faster. Yeah, and that yeah, it's same thing with drumming. I'm sure you mm-hmm. know, um, which is why. I was discussing with somebody, I played a show uh, recently, and I was discussing with somebody outside after the show about how not every song needs every trick from your bag of tricks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, that's another one where like you can learn to pace yourself yeah. as a musician instead of just dumping. dumping Blowing it. it all at once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not every song needs every yeah. fill in every spot. Overdoing it, um, yeah. But, yeah. but I, I mean, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, let's talk about your bands, though. You, uh, you bands, met, okay. Yeah, you mentioned quite a few bands. Yes. Here, so, uh, um, well, there's the big two. Yep, uh, yep, yep. J. Clyde Band, which uh-huh. you've had Ronley on the show yep. before. Yep, I actually played played with Ronley at a jam night. It That's was, right, dude, it was yeah. so fun. He's so good. Yeah, he's he's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember playing Stranglehold, and it's like, it's an A. Yeah. You're doing yeah. this. I've played with, okay. God, we've known each other. Well, we met at Iowa Central. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. He, uh, I think it was his first year of college, and he probably told you this in the podcast too, but he was at UNI, I think, for a semester, and then he came to uh, Iowa Central that second semester, and the first time I saw him, I was showing up for jazz band rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And some asshole in a 5150 shirt comes in with a guitar i'm like who's this turd i heard him play i'm like yeah whatever and then like we started hanging out and found out you know he's a good dude and i mean he just lives eats and breathes guitar and it's 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 cool and he's just he's a fun dude to hang out with you know Uh he's funny He's got the corniest jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> anyone, but oh man, Ron, I love you, buddy. I love the uh, the fifty one fifty shout out. The, uh, yeah, that's, uh, Eddie Van Halen. Yep, yep. Is is the you know that the red with all those you know weird yep. Like, yep. lines and stuff. Yep. So, but yep. So that's when we met, and that's pretty cool. We've been playing together for a long time. Um, and the other band, Riddled with Class. Yep. Which you just had Nick on again recently. Yep. Yep. Um. I think this is year number two that I've been with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I hooked up with Nick and Levi uh, a couple summers ago, Jay Clyde was kind of just taking like a little break, like a summer off, just because, yep. you know, we've been playing for years, just nonstop all the yeah, time. Yeah, you and guys had a big schedule yeah almost yeah, all the time all the time yeah yep. and it's pretty wild you know we we all just kind of agreed like hey let's just slow her down and you know it was great for a couple months but then we all realized like oh we need to play something yeah isn't that weird how you're just like i'm burned out on this and yeah you, and you take like it seems like just like a week off yeah. and you're like i gotta get back i'm on so it. bored yeah. i gotta go back to doing all this stuff yeah and um nick I've always kind of known of, like, I didn't, like, know him well. Like, I had mm-hmm. seen him at a few gigs. Um, I saw him when he was on H-Town Hooligans. Yep, And yep. then when Riddled kind of started. Yep. And he'd come in the store every once in a while. And while Jay Clyde was on that break, he came in. I'm like, hey, man, if you ever need a drummer to fill in, like, give me a holler. Because, like, you play all the stuff I love, like, listening to. Yep. You know, some of that 90s rock. Yep. Blink, just. Yep. That was right up my alley. Yeah, everything, so. everything from like the 2000s pop punk ish yeah, all yeah. the way to like the early 90s, uh, like you said, alt rock, like ragey. Yeah. Even, like, yeah. And yeah. then Levi, who plays guitar and sings, 
was from Rockwell City, so he was just down the road from Manson. Oh, cool. But really, the only thing I knew about Levi was he was a tall guy that rode dirt, dirt bikes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'd met him a few times through mutual friends, but I didn't realize he, like, played guitar or sang until uh-huh. a little with class, and then, like, I heard him play and sing. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Levi, my God. Yeah, that was... That was all something else. I think I remember talking to Nick, and he was just like, "Yeah, Levi was just like, yeah, I'll give it a go." And and it was, you know, you go a couple of practices, yeah. like, you're in, you're yep. in, you know, like, yep. okay, I didn't know you could do yeah. it this good. And, and then my brother Greg, who plays bass in J. Clyde, uh-huh. you know, he really didn't have anything going on, and he's a really good guitar player. He actually started on guitar before he went to bass. Yep. As do most bass players, probably started as well. I like playing guitar, but we need a bass player. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, Greg, man. Greg made the sacrifice. So, <laughs> and he, I mean, he picked it up like it was nothing. You yeah, know? I mean, he got yep. on so fast. So, um, I'm like, Greg's not doing anything, and you know, it was just Levi, Nick, and I. So, guitar player singing, bass player drums. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe add Greg, you know, as a rhythm, and Greg, yep. Greg's got a really good voice. So, you know, adding some harmonies yep. and whatnot. So. Greg kind of, <coughs> I think he jumped in like two weeks after I did. Oh, that's cool. So, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. And then the next summer, Jay Clyde, we kind of picked it up again. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we make time for both. Yeah. I and mean, it can be done. Yeah. That's I one mean, thing I think is crazy because both of those bands have crazy schedules. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, I think Nick mentioned when he was on last time that like, you know, Riddled has really like, got a lot of big shows yeah you know yeah in the last year or two they've yeah like blown yeah, up which, yeah which is cool which is really cool yeah um but yeah i mean you know greg and i we make it work easy mm-hmm. and then um you know i'll play with like i said the four dutch symphony yeah that's really cool some, too yeah. man so that way i kind of keep up with my like orchestral percussion chops yeah you know um Carl King Band, if they you know if they need to fill in, I'll do it. That's always fun. Um, and for that kind of stuff, you're reading sheet music. Yeah, it's yeah. all, all I reading. Mean, um, most of the other stuff, I'm assuming, no sheet music. Obviously, you're not playing. Not, you know, no, not sheet really. Music in J. Clyde Band or something. No, like I mean, if there's a song that has a tricky part, I'll write it out. Like I'll actually notate it. Oh, cool. Um, cool. And then, like, I like to make. Uh, kind of roadmaps of the songs. That way, you know, I have something to look at. Uh-huh. That way I don't have to like, all right, I'm going to listen to it like 10 times in a row and just assume that I haven't memorized. Yeah, exactly. My brain doesn't work that way. Yep. Unfortunately, but... Um, yeah, that honestly, that seems to be the trick that most most drummers use. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm... I, touche. I yeah. mean, I, I understand it too, because yeah. like... And it's, it's a roadmap is what it is, yep. you know. So, um, I'm not going to notate everything out because I don't have the time or patience. <laughs> yeah. Know, to try to figure that out, so... But, um, is that something that like you learned, uh, while going to school for music and <laughs> yeah, stuff? Yeah, like you that? know, reading, um, I, you know, read music very well. You know, I did four semesters of theory, so, mm-hmm. yep, which I'm really glad I did, yeah. you know, because I mean, it, it kind of makes you look at music a different way. Yeah, I'll know? tell you what, I just took one, and one, yeah. one was enough to it's make enough. me just be like, holy yeah. cow, yeah, man, it's, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like. Somebody was just like, "Look what's behind door number three. And yeah. They open it and it's just, yeah. Oh, but yeah, it was so crazy, yeah. dude. It was so crazy. And like, I'm not like a theory snob. Like, well, actually, yeah. raised fourth, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm glad I learned it because uh-huh. you know it, it makes you appreciate that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people who came up with those ideas. Yeah. 
and now it's a part of this, you know, music theory verse. Yeah. Know, so. Well, I look at some of that, and it was music when it first started was so basic that yeah. uh, they didn't have bars. They sang mm-hmm. everything in a circle, and then they started back over, and you yeah. come back to the circle and start. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, let's put beats in here. And then, oh, yeah. we figured out that a third harmony sounds good. Yeah. And a fifth harmony yeah. sounds good. And, yeah. and, you know, so, like, they just started stacking stuff in one thing at a time, like, throughout history until yeah. we have this complex music theory that we have today. So I always think, like, how harmony started if, like, one dude was just singing something then another guy just screwed up the note and they're like oh shit that sounded good yeah <laughs> you know? like, or if it was someone that was like a perfect third tone deaf yeah, or something exactly you know? yeah like, totally we don't know that's probably how it happened it could have you happened know? you never know somebody yeah. had a cold and <laughs> right right yeah um where were we oh oops okay uh the, my other big thing is i played with um, a fellow by the name of gabriel alves yeah, I want jazz, to say I've heard this. He's a jazz pianist, and we also have uh, Alex Trevino, who plays bass. Who's just, yeah. Oh, man. A wizard. <laughs> he's great. And, you know, he's just the nicest dude. Yeah. I've, you know? I've, I've only interacted with him a couple of times, yeah. mostly online, but he's super, yeah. super nice I mean, he's, guy. He's extremely talented. He's extremely humble. You yeah. Know? Which is wild. Yeah. I mean, yep. Um, I mean, my, yeah. my talent bucket's pretty empty, and sometimes I can I can fly <laughs> off the handle Great, with, with yeah. how, how cool I am. Yeah, so yeah. I get it, man. Yeah, but Gabriel, I, I met him at Iowa Central, and he's from Brazil. Dude, that's cool. And when he got here, he did not know a lick of English. Whoa. Like, just, you know, yes, no, maybe, like, where's the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's wild. And he and I sat next to each other in my first theory class out there. And he had already been to school in Brazil. He had, he went to a school for music. Oh, cool! And he's just an incredible piano player, mm-hmm. and jazz was his thing. And coming to Iowa Central was kind of one of his ways of getting into the United States. Yeah, because he wanted to come here and play jazz. Yep. And over time, he would you know pick up English a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Then he and I just became best buds. Yeah. And the the guy just I've never seen someone practice an instrument as much as he practices piano. That's like, cool. I think he would practice like four hours a night. Just Oh, that's crazy cool. And uh Dude, you gotta imagine practicing four hours a yeah, night, you would get yeah. good in a hurry. Yeah, so he finished up at Iowa Central, then he went to Briarcliff okay. in Sioux City. Uh-huh. And he just he just did music. He played piano. Um, I think he worked on a lot of his like classical chops there. Mm-hmm. And then he went to grad school at Northern Illinois, which is like one of the best schools to go for jazz, jazz studies. Awesome. So he got his master's there. And Jeez. I mean, when you watch him play, he is a master of the instrument. Yeah, no and kidding. It, it is just so cool. And he went off and he uh, he would play on cruise lines sweet so he would like you know he'd go to the mediterranean the caribbean he has all these pictures he shows me and he's like this is when i was here oh that is gnarly (laughs) that's so cool but yeah he's got to play with a lot of people and then he actually uh got a job in town so he came back to iowa nice so we kind of reconnected and so we do our little jazz thing and you just he's just someone you have to go see and experience yeah, uh, and you guys got a Facebook page? I'm like, we don't, we don't have crazy. a Facebook page. That's the only thing. Like, but uh, um, we're playing at River Hops, just a few doors down from here, 
next Saturday. Next Saturday. So from seven uh, to nine. Let's see here. If eighteenth, uh, I think. Yeah. Okay. This is actually the crazy part about this. Oh is yeah, gonna, yeah. This, we haven't told them where we're at. <laughs> this is this is going to come out on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, not that's, this Thursday. That's next right. Thursday. That's so, right. So the way this works out is it's Saturday. Yes. It's, it's like three days away. Yes. You're going to be playing at River Hops. You said. River Hops. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I've actually been there. It's a nice place. It's man. cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a neat neat space, but um. So that'll be cool. And then what's funny is right after that, I have to beat Cheeks over to Sneakers because Riddle's got a gig. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I heard about this yeah, show. Because yeah. Nick, Nick had told me about it. Yeah. That's cool. So, that's cool, cool, cool. But, uh, I mean. Dude, I'm going to have to try to make it to that. Yeah, it's nice know? having multiple drum kits because I can just have one here and then have one set up. Yep. There and just... That's awesome. That's the only reason I ended up buying, like, amassing more gear was I just got tired of dragging it around from place to place to place to place yeah. to place to yeah. place. Yeah. It's like, man, if I'm going to be in two bands, it might be easier just to have yeah. something here and something Especially there. Especially with guitars, too, because like, once you get that addiction, it's like, oh gosh. I can't stop, man, Yeah, what the line is. I think I've found a good spot to stop for there now. There you go, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to tell myself, just don't buy Because what's the joke? Else. What's your favorite guitar, and you say your next one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've so. actually never heard that. That's gold. Yeah, I had, we had a customer in here. He said that once. Like, that's, that's pretty good. I'll Dude, I bet you one. hear some fun music jokes here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I mean, we get a lot of characters in here. You want to give a shout out to where we're at? Yeah, we're at uh, my place of work, uh, Riemann Music, downtown Fort Dodge here. So, I've actually, uh, I came here a lot um, yeah. uh, back in the day. I remember when I first started mm-hmm. playing guitar, I'd come here and, if I, you know, if there ever was an issue, I'd bring my guitar in here. Now, right. I, now yeah. I know how to do it all myself. Yeah, part, yeah, yeah. It was nice to come here. Yeah. And, uh, have, and what's really cool is, you know, we don't. You know, we just don't sell guitars, drums, pianos. We have like horns, woodwinds, yep. Yep. stuff like that. And I've really learned to like appreciate those. And, you know, I always have, but mm-hmm. getting to learn more about them. Yeah. You know, a few years ago, I decided I'm going to teach myself how to play the clarinet. And I like, I got through like book one of a method book series but mm-hmm. that was it <laughs> well let me ask you this though that may, uh, uh so you took a bunch of music classes you got mm-hmm. a you got a degree in four-year degree in music yeah um yeah. what what's the specialty of your music degree called uh well there was i did studio production at uh-huh. bv uh-huh. so a lot of recording stuff yep. i worked with pro tools for two years which was great um and then i uh my other degree, was, or excuse me, my other major was um, management with an emphasis in, like, instrumental music. Okay. Because I know that, like, if you want to be a music teacher, mm-hmm. usually you've got to be proficient enough at every instrument. Yeah. yeah and they, they have courses where, like, you're going to learn how to play woodwind instruments. Mm-hmm. Then the next semester it's going to be brass instruments. Then it's going to be, like, percussion and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I really didn't have to do those. Okay. That's what um, I was kind of wondering. Like, yeah. You, said you, had, you picked up a clear. It would have been fun, though. Yeah. It would have been really fun just to, like, just to try them out. You know, I've tried playing trumpets and trombones and stuff. And mm-hmm. and it's cool because when you, like, try to play those and learn a little bit, you learn to appreciate them a lot more, too. Bingo. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. it is. I had a buddy of mine that was just like, I'm going to play the guitar. And it was, like, sweet. So I got them all set up to, like... Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we had a couple friends that had used cheap guitars. It was like, yeah, just buy one of these and you'll mm-hmm. get a little amp and we'll get it going. And, yeah. and he gets it all plugged in and stuff. And he played it a couple times. He's like, this is so damn hard. Yeah. yeah. And, and now he's just like, 
dude, I'm never going to say this guy sucks at guitar ever again <laughs> because it is so hard. Yeah. And, and so then he did the same exact thing with a drum set. Yeah. And you went through the same process. And he was yeah. like, dude, drums are so hard. You're right. Like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude, drums are like the mythical instrument yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I mean, to you, it's probably just right, but, everyday um, stuff. But, you know, working here, it's really cool just because I've got to try things, you know. You know, other than drums, I played I played guitar for a while yeah. <laughs> you know yeah actually um, when i came in here you were playing guitar. yeah and yeah it kind of threw me off i was yeah. like uh, I, I thought this guy was a drummer i noodle i noodle you know, so. i like i like to riff you know yep. and I'll, I'll learn songs and stuff but i always mm-hmm. just like to just literally screw around you know mm-hmm. play with the amps and get different sounds um do you do le- just, do you do lessons here yeah i give i give drum lessons here too cool so cool, cool. um a lot of my students are just you know young mm-hmm Younger kids, which is cool. Um, you teach them fresh. Do you do you, uh, like do you teach like timpani or is like snare? We we start like, with just like a pair work? of sticks and like a pad and yep. a snare. Um, the pad is probably the perfect way to go, so you don't make too much yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. And then when I feel like they're okay enough, we can like add the bass drum, you mm-hmm. know, and then just slowly build from there. That's cool. Because you know, kids come in just assuming we're gonna learn how to play the drum set. I'm like, no, we're gonna start fresh yep. you know we're gonna learn how to hold the stick right and we're gonna spend a lot of time on that because it's really important that is super you know? important especially if you want to uh, be able to roll the stick at all exactly and um, i spent a i spent a lot of time with my kids like i wouldn't rolling, doubt it man. You know? dude it's super hard yeah it's super hard yep. i mean it's if you got like i'm sure if you got an instructor and like the right you know if your drum head is tight mm-hmm. enough it's in his fresh and everything's perfect yeah. you get it done right yeah. but Dude, it's so, like me practicing in the basement on my own. That's yeah. it's tough stuff. That's one of the things that gets me so much about the drums. Is yeah. it, it deters yeah. me from playing them. It's, yeah. it's not being able to and roll. It's I, and you know, like any instrument you learn, it's just patience. You know, mm-hmm. like when I was learning guitar, you know, I would pick a song that was way beyond my skill level. Mm-hmm. But you get so pissed at yourself, dude. Yeah. I don't want to play this. You know. Yeah. But then yeah. you know, you just kind of get over these little humps. And then that's just kind of how you progress, you know. Yep. I mean, I'm not going to be able to play Van Halen right away. <laughs> no. No, but why is it that, like, as as musicians, we always kind of want to bite off more than we can chew, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. You know? Um, I think it comes down, to, some of it comes down to the perception. You don't think it's mm-hmm. that hard, and then once you get into it, you're like, oh, my God, this is yeah. so hard. And yeah. then you're like, all right, better dial it back. I'm and and sure. another thing that I hear this from a lot of, like, parents of kids who come in that, you know, they're in band. So yeah, like buying reeds or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, my my daughter, she's really into music. She's good at it. I was never good at it. I didn't have the musical touch, the ear. I'm like, nobody does. Nobody does. Absolutely nobody does. No. And it's never too late to learn something. Bingo. You know? Dude, I love that you brought that up because uh. I taught, um, I mean, she was very driven herself, mm-hmm. but I taught a lady that had to have been 80 how to play mm-hmm. guitar recently and that was like when i first started teaching guitar lessons she was one of my first students i had and she was just like you know my husband died i go down to Tex- mm-hmm. texas or something like that you yeah know, I, there's guys that play guitar at this bar that i go to some nights mm-hmm. and i kind of just want to go up there and try and play along with them yeah and here's a couple songs they play can you think you can teach these to me and i was like yeah you know i think i can because it's nothing too hard to mm-hmm. teach open chords to yeah. somebody and God damn, if she didn't learn how to do right. it, she was one of my best <laughs> students ever. Like within six months, she she went down yeah. there and she's like, I tried, I went down there and tried playing with them and I did. And it was like, yeah. I just so, you're so happy when it's, yeah. you know, and it's, yeah. it's never too late. We, it's we never have a, too late. We have an old timer that comes in. He started coming in, 
I think three years ago, came in empty slate. And I'm, I mean, when I say old, he's like 80s. Oh, cool. And uh, he came in, he's like, I've always wanted to learn how to play guitar. Mm -hmm. So we set him up just with an acoustic, um, got him like a book to start off with. Mm -hmm. And he just taught himself. And, you know, if he would come in every once in a while and he would just kind of show us what he's learning. Mm -hmm. And by God, like, it was like six months later. He, I mean, he was just playing the hell of that thing. <laughs> and then he decides he wants a banjo. Oh, So cool. he gets a banjo, does the same thing. Dude. Comes back. I want to learn how to play the fiddle. So he gets a violin. Whoa. <laughs> and, I mean, he's he comes in and he just sits and plays. And it's like he's done it his whole life. But he's only done it for a few years. But yeah, starting he, at like yeah. starting at like seventy or eighty. Yeah, you know, that's and what crazy. it was is he found what worked for him, uh-huh. and he just kind of stuck with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like anything you're learning how to do, it's it's gonna suck at times. But mm-hmm. like he just he figured out his system, mm-hmm. and then he applied it to other instruments. Yeah. So now I think he plays like four or five different things now. It's crazy. Oh, it's so crazy. It's crazy. So. But I mean, I mean, it can be done no matter who you are. Like you can, if it's a harmonica, you could, yep. you could figure it out. Yeah, you know, I, you know, that's actually one of the things about stringed instruments is you start to figure out there's parallels between them, even if they're not exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, uh, they're they're close. You know, you can start mm-hmm. to figure out what's what's what. Like I started playing the ukulele, and I, I haven't played it so much lately. But uh, I I gave a couple ukulele lessons, and after mm-hmm. that, I was kind of you know, everybody just kind of ukulele was that instrument that was kind of like the guitar. 20 years ago yeah everyone's yeah. buying one just to play it and yeah then play it twice and put it down it's unfortunately done. yeah it's a novelty that's, yeah. unfortunately that's kind of what i did too so yeah. uh um i played a mandolin for a while just to, yeah just to try it because i was really into chris Thiele. oh love chris Thiele. oh punch I, brothers oh yeah. man I went and saw them uh saw chris Thiele live with bela fleck ba- okay and, that's uh, right yeah the craziest thing ever I, I was like well i'm gonna go back to the car and you know, drop some things off, uh-huh. and then we're, let's just go walk around town. So we go mm-hmm. back to the car, drop some things off, and on the way back past the arena, they're just like standing outside. Really? And I was like, I left my phone in my car because it was dead. <laughs> I got nothing. I can't take a picture with you guys. And and Chris God. was super nice. He was just like, Hey, we're gonna have this moment forever, and you'll remember this forever. Was that so, at so the don't Civic worry Center? About it. Uh, that was actually. Uh, is it was it a live from here taping? Uh, it was. In it, o- it was in Omaha. Okay. Uh, it was okay. just those two. Just those two. And it was. It was one of those deals where it's like, don't take a picture at the show. So I took exactly one, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, and didn't get yeah. kicked out. So I was pretty happy about it. But He's incredible, dude. I mean, just so wild. Yeah. I, um, he played like a. A Bach piece, maybe it was like a sonata or something for mandolin. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. I've and that's just the thing with starting to play those instruments really got me into it. Like uh, uh-huh. Jake Shimabukuru is a okay. ukulele player. Okay, okay. and uh, he's from Hawaii, and he's got a documentary called Life on Four Strings. It's really good. But, okay, I'll check but I started it out. going to see him live every time he yeah. comes around. He is just magnificent. The thing he got famous for was playing uh, like While My Guitar Gently Weeps on a ukulele. Uke. Okay. Um, he also played. Uh, uh, like Bohemian Rhapsody on nice. a ukulele, you got really mm-hmm. famous for doing that too. Yeah, but I tell you what, that's the past few years. That's been a number one seller is ukuleles. Yeah, I don't, you know? I don't blame you. I mean, yeah, isn't it wild how? I mean, you actually get to see it all firsthand, but isn't mm-hmm. it wild how uh, good and inexpensive instrument is these yeah. days? Yeah, like, uh, you can buy like a really well made ukulele for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, like insanely well. Yeah, made. nice tone wood yeah. you know and even like a 50 dollar one 
yeah. is not that bad for a mm, beginner. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just mind blown by that yeah. nowadays. It, yeah, and it's cool. You know, it's one of those things that just kind of gets kids or even adults, you know, into playing an instrument. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, my fingers are too small. Here's a ukulele. Yeah, then. try it's, this. It's, yeah. it's only like fifty, but you know, you can go yeah. find a used one on Craigslist yeah. for thirty if you really yeah, want to try. Nylon, it. nylon strings. I mean, they're not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna shred your fingers or anything. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But God, I, uh, do you guys sell ukuleles here in the shop? Yeah, we got them. Uh, they're like around the corner. Oh, on the yeah. Wall. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass through the shop here on yeah. my way out. If you come in around Christmas time, up front we'll have like twenty five of them, and then in two days, like it'll be empty. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. So that's yeah, so people, cool. People really get into it, and it's cool. Yeah, you know, I don't blame them. Ukulele's super fun. You can mm, you can yeah, make make yeah. chords with just a couple fingers. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's so much stuff online, just like instructional videos. I mean, you just go to YouTube and yep. you just type how to literally anything and it'll come up. Yep. You know. And ukulele is getting to be one of those big ones where yeah. people, people are dumping ukulele videos all over the yeah. internet now. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, like another one, uh, Guitar World uh, has guitar tabs and you can mm-hmm. go to like ultimateguitar.com. Ultimate Guitar. But now they have ukulele tabs on Ultimate Sweet. Guitar. So like you can type in songs and it's like... Um, you know, here's peace sells on a ukulele, and I'm yeah. just throwing that out there. But you right, know, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like, it's like holy cow! Any, yeah, be, seriously, you know. any song you can find it and on there. Yeah, or just here's the chords for guitar played on a ukulele. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it works. Yeah, it's the same it thing. You yeah, know? yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. I really cool. I wish I played more stringed instruments, and it's just such an inspiration to find people like that that are uh, willing to not give up in their older age. Yeah, and just, and just keep yeah. going because yep. I mean, I get I'm only thirty ish, and I get frustrated already. Just yeah. Like, Oh man, I'm I'm only this far at guitar. You know, I didn't yeah. play it for like five years, so I'm kind of yeah. backtracked a yeah. little bit there. But and the cool thing I always think about too is like, you know, if even if say you're a guitar player and you think you're a mediocre guitar player, you are the only person in the world that can do what you do yeah. on that instrument. Yeah, you know? I mean that's just an interesting way of putting at it. Yeah, like man. you know, I could play. Just simple rock beat, but I'm the only person that can play it like this. Exactly this, like you know, that. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's a cool way of thinking about it and really kind of gives you confidence, too. Yeah. Like, going into a gig, like, I'll, I'll go, we'll play somewhere where there's other musicians that I know are just phenomenal. I used to just shit my pants about it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, they're watching me, like... They're gonna, they're gonna know every mistake I make. Yeah. Like I am so screwed. And then you know, I, one day I just came to the realization, like, dude, they're not there to nitpick you, man. They're there to appreciate what you're doing. Yep. You know, they're gonna listen to you. Yeah. They might see a, you know, flub up, but yeah, everybody does it. You exactly. Know, we're human. Exactly. And, and then realizing that, you know, the way I just played this, I'm the only person that can do it this way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I, you know. The area around here is really supportive as far as like yeah. musicians going yeah. to watch other musicians mm-hmm. play and uh, not critiquing each other. Yeah. And it's not that uh, other areas aren't this way, but uh, there's a lot of back chatter, it seems like, uh, mm-hmm. depending on where you go. And, and yeah. if you try to break into different areas around the state or yeah. or out of the state, even yeah. it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. But it seems like around here, everybody just kind of accepts everybody. Um, and it's really cool because there's a good chance you've probably played with everyone in the area here, too. Yeah. Thinking about, it, you know, yeah. whether I mean, it was down at Pat he's at a jam uh-huh. or just it's really i was thinking about that earlier like you know all the people you've had on the the show like yep. in one way or another i've played with them yep. or i've seen them play they've seen me play yeah so it's just a really cool network mm-hmm. of 
and everyone appreciates everyone. Yeah. Which is really neat. Dude, I mean, the jam nights are something that I just thought was so special because I always yeah. wanted to get down, you know, be able to play with some of these musicians yeah. when I finally had the chops to do it. Yeah. They had a location to do, yeah. you know, and you go up there and it's like, oh, I get to play guitar and Scott Dahl is drumming, yeah. or I get to go play gu- yeah. guitar and, and Jeremy Ober's playing yeah. with me, you know, or, or like I was telling you, I got to play with Ronley up, yeah. up in Bode one night. And, uh, and then you think there will, like, there will never ever be this lineup ever again. Bingo! You know? Yeah, it's a like, one time only yeah, thing. It's, and that's what makes it, I mean, you could play the song and just screw it up, but no one cares, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, it's about just playing uh-huh. you know, and getting, getting to play with those people. Yeah. Too, you know? It's it's awesome too because like different regions have different people that show up to them. Yeah. Like, like the one in Boat, I actually got to play guitar with. Uh, let's see here, Duran Watts was playing drums. Okay. And Duran Watts, like I worked with him like, like fifteen years ago. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it was like, oh, you play drums, I play guitar. Like we should right. play together. We never ever yeah. ever did. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're at a jam night together and we're up on stage together and it's like, yeah. can you believe this? Like, yeah. We talked about this, you know, ages ago, That's half so, my life yeah. ago. It's so cool. That's cool, and you you meet these people, you know, yep. and then yeah, it's just it, it's a bummer. I mean, it really is just a huge bummer. Yeah, the fact that Patty's is gone. Yeah. Oh and man. Gina, I mean, Gina was just she's such such a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, going there for as long as I have and just seeing it be done, but you know, hopefully something. Yeah. Something new starts. That just makes me sad that I didn't take advantage of it while it was there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I, I mean, like I did the last two ish yeah. years, three ish years, yeah. but still it, you know, and I always think about the Thursdays. I'm like, oh, I got nothing going on, but I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then, like, and you, Damn it. I should have gone. Yeah. And you worked here and then you got to drive home and then yeah. you got to turn around and drive back. And then yeah. how many hours do you want to spend on the road today? I get it, dude. I yeah, get it. Cause I, I live reg- like a half an hour right, away yeah. and it's, I regret I mean, but Someone the best part about those Thursday night jam nights, I'll tell you what, there was a couple times where I was like, I'm so busy with schoolwork. Mm-hmm. I'm just like sitting at home. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I got everything done. It's 1045. The, you make it. The jam, <laughs> night, the jam nights are till midnight, right? Yeah. And you get in the car and you just haul ass down yeah. there. You know, and it's the craziest thing because yeah. I would show up and Jeremy would be like, you've been here this whole time? Right. It's like, no. And he's like, you know, get up there? Come on, like, get up here, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he'd let me get up there and I'd, yeah. I'd just play a couple songs real quick and then just be like, all right, who yeah. started the night off on the guitar? You did yeah. get get up here and you got to help yeah. finish this off. And I just hand it right and back G- over you know, to him. Kudos to Jeremy, too. He just did a hell of a job with Dude, that, yeah. You know? He worked so hard at that and he always found yeah. people to come in yeah. every single and month. And he knew, too, like if there was a shortage of guitar players or singers, I mean, he'd be up there the whole night. If the whole night. Yeah. I, I actually discussed this in uh, the podcast uh, I just recorded. It's not out yet. It will be by the time I release this one. But, like, Jeremy just has a work ethic about it. Yeah. That is, it's yeah. unmistakable, man. Yeah. Uh, especially when you go live and play places. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys that's just like, dude, people are still standing here. I mean, we could take a break, but yeah. let's just keep playing. Yeah. And you can just go three, four hours straight just yeah. nonstop. And it's, it, you know, I mean, he's a busy man, too. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I actually got a... I was in Brutal Republic for a summer. Yeah, it's been probably over 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Great summer, though. Yep, I mean, just yep. going to play with Jeremy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in the area, you know, yeah. he, 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 he was, was, still is the guy. Yeah. He's going to hate me for saying it, but he's like the king of Fort Dodge. Dude, you know, because he's just. Yeah, he's been the staple of Fort yeah, Dodge Yeah, he like music. established the scene, and he's 
no matter how much it's changed, he's always been there, and he's been, like, the guy. Dude, I had a band in high school, and he was, like, hitting me up to come down here and play shows with him yeah. when I had a band in high school. Yeah. And we were one of those, like, we only play covers, and, you know, like, we can cover, like, a half an hour yeah. tops. Yeah. You know, so we were just, yeah. like, kids and stuff, but he yeah. was he's always been willing yeah. to invite people in and keep the yeah. scene going. Anything, you know, it's anything. Great to, even, you know, just talking to him, not even talking about music, just, you know, he's oh, yeah. just... Down to earth, fun loving yeah, guy. Yeah, you just kind of you know forget about everything and just it's it's fun chatting with him. So yeah, I mean, yeah, he gets a lot of deserves a lot of props. For, yeah, I know. mean, for as many times as he's been mentioned on this podcast, it oh, seems, I'm sure it seems like it's about every third, <laughs> yeah, yeah. third episode. Or there's so. a reason why. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. There's a reason why. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. But you know, hopefully. You know, there's a lot more venues in town now, though. I mean, like... Yeah, there are. They've, you, you can play at. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple breweries. Uh, yeah. Winery. Yeah. Or wineries. Yeah. Back in the day of... Well, before we started recording, I was telling you about the metal band I was in yep. back, and yep. we would always play at Eagles Landing. Yep, yep, yep. It just seemed like that was, like, that, that kind of the only place. That used to be the only place, yeah, you know? Yeah, Dude, I remember being in high school, and... Uh, like Bob Johnson used to take me to jam nights. Yeah, and, and yeah, I went to a couple up there too. Now yeah, I think about it. And, yeah, and uh, like that's where I like originally had met like Eric Nelson. Yeah. and stuff like that when I was yeah. a kid, and it was, yeah. dude, just, was was Chris running those? Uh, I think Chris, Chris was was running those. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah, but yeah. Oh yeah. God, I, I just it's kind of crazy to sit back and reminisce on this, and like you've been involved consistently longer than I have, so mm-hmm. you definitely have uh, your fingers on the pulse a little mm-hmm. bit better than I do. But it's, I mean, it's just kind of crazy to think back that like. Oh man, you know, if you go back about ten years, it was at, it was at Spanky's, or, right? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Then, then or like the Hayloft, you know. I actually don't or, remember the Hayloft. And I was talking played to someone, there a couple times. I was talking to someone recently. I never even went to the Laramar Ballroom while it was open here. Yeah, I yeah, never. They, I never. They had a few too. Yeah, yeah. dude, they had a handful of shows there yeah. too. Not to mention like fights and stuff like that. But yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. But like, we're talking about well, when this airs in a couple days, Riddle will be down at Sneakers. Uh, this is gonna air a week from Thursday. Yeah. So, so it, it, oh, that be would be the, that would be the yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So the Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So that's when I have oh I have the jazz trio gig yep. and then I gotta bust down Central Avenue to sneakers. Yep. But, yep. Uh, but you know there, uh, River Hops yep. here. Yep. Shiny Top. Uh huh. I mean, just other places that are having live music, which is, which is cool. Yeah. It seems to be, there seems to be a resurgence around here. Mm. People enjoy having somebody, even if you're just in the corner playing an acoustic guitar and not the focal point of the night. Yeah. I know at Jojo's just right here, they'll squeeze in a couple dudes with a guitar, you know? That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's sweet. So that's so cool. It's nice to see, uh, Junkyard and Barnum. Yeah, he, dude. Yeah, Ashton's yep. got a lot of stuff yep, going on there. Yeah, he's always got shows there. Yeah. Uh, there's a jam night every Tuesday yeah. there that Clint yeah. Riedel hosts. Clint? Oh, yeah. Yep. Love yep. me some Clint Riedel. Uh, oh, yeah. While we're talking about shows, uh-huh. do you have any other shows booked with uh, either oh, RWC well, or... Uh, amp up here. Or the J. Clyde Band. So, or, or with your little jazz trio yeah, that I so just learned this about. This coming weekend... Which by the time this airs will have already passed, but yep. we're at the junkyard and bottom riddled is. You should talk into the mic. Into the mic, sir. <laughs> uh, the eighteenth. Yep. So we got the jazz trio at River Hops and then riddled with sne- down at sneakers. Uh weekend after that, uh Jay Clyde, uh Friday the twenty fourth is at Litton Gala Days and then twenty fifth, riddled with class, is at Litton Gala Days. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. 
That's actually back pretty cool. There, so you get to go back to back on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember talking to Nick about this. He was like, you might as well yeah. just call it the Merit yeah. Brothers Day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Greg and I would just set up a tent or something. <laughs> hang out there. I mean, you can see here, like, on our, I mean, that's that's this summer. Oh, man. Stuff. It's, it's just booked solid. But it's fun. You know, it's a great way to spend the summer. You oh, know, yeah. You know, and travel I. And, like I was telling you, like it's finals week. I took I took a booking like in the middle of the week during finals yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it sucks. Like I got out of school, had to cut out yeah. of work early, and drove down there and and played a show and yeah. Uh, you know, drove back, got home at like midnight or later, and then you know, yeah. go to school the next day for more finals. And it's just like, but I did that time. once in high school. It was finals week, and. It was like a Wednesday night, and Unearth was playing in Des Moines. Nice. So we went to Unearth, and then show up at school the next day for like a World History final. Or something. Yeah, but I, I absolutely it was worth it. <laughs> I love doing that during school. Yeah. It's like skipping yeah. class and going to that stuff. Uh, as far as Jay Clyde Band, you got Facebook. We have Facebook, um, Instagram, I believe. Yes, I think you have an Instagram. Yes, um, but no Twitter. And no Twitter that I, I know I, of. I, there might be one. Like I want to say there, there may be one. Maybe yeah. But I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not. I'm not the social media I'll guy. I'll tell you what. If, if I find it, I'll dump it in and post. Do it. Yeah. 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 But uh, your your Facebook was just at J Clyde Band. Yep. Right? Yep. And you can find um, our EP we released. God, it's been about a year now. Um, we got it on Spotify. We have it on iTunes. Yeah, dude. I uh, um, I. Like when I was talking with Ronley, I don't, I'm not sure. He said it's online, and I was just like, "All right, I'll check yeah. it out." And I went and found it on on Spotify. Yeah. And I was like, "Son of a." And we bitch. just um, released a, a live video. Uh, we recorded it at Shoreside and Manson. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. That's I've seen that's that. kind of Jay Clyde's home base. Um, and we we played New Year's Eve there for the past. I don't know how many years, but is that a We Run? That's the one. Yeah, yeah, dude. That, yep. That's a yep. killer song. Yep. Opening lyrics to that uh, easily get stuck in your head. Yeah, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. It's, and it's that's a, it's a good one. Yeah, Corey is he's the lead singer and um, the wordsmith. Dude, so, it's it's great stuff. Yeah, he writes some good stuff. I gotta so. be honest, like you call it like country or country rock. Well, or you know, it's. It's kind of like a, almost like a southern rock type feel yeah. too. Yeah, because I'll know? tell you what, it's it's country adjacent, but it's not country. Yeah, because it's kind of like when people are just like, "Oh, you don't like country, but you like Leonard Skinner," and it's like, "Well, yeah. Leonard, Leonard Skinner's not country," you know? Yeah, bad, yeah. Bad company's not yeah. country, man. You know, like now it, Molly Hatchet though. Yeah, no, no. Hey, Molly Hatchet, some Trans Am driver, <laughs> some bitches there. Yeah, but with disaster. You know, you're right. There's a label for everything, and I couldn't even tell you what we would Dude, be. We just kind of. It's yeah. like the hardest when you try to like pigeonhole your own band. Cause, yeah. Because you know that you don't quite fit into this genre. Yeah. yeah. And it's tough not fitting exactly into a genre because mm-hmm. everyone's like, "What kind of music you play?" And it's like, like you said, it's like it's like country and it's like rock. Yeah. It's somewhere in there. Even if they don't like have a name for it, it's like if you mix this with this and yeah, you know all uh, that. But um, I feel like I should. Shout out to the rest of the J. Clyde boys. So we talked about Ron. Yep. My brother Greg. Yep. Corey. Mm-hmm. And then Neil Anders. Okay. Um, and he, actually at his house is where we recorded the album. So oh, sweet. Yeah, that he is a recording whiz. Dude, that's awesome. But he himself is just extremely talented. And he just had um, a solo album of his. Uh, he released it a couple months ago. Um, But, I mean, definitely check it out, too. I mean, he's great great songwriter great singer 
great composer, you know. Um, I mean, definitely check him out. Um, he does a lot of solo stuff throughout the summer, too. Oh, cool. Just him and a guitar. Um, he's played at River Hops a bunch, too. Nice. But, nice. yeah, he's he's great. Um, yeah. So, yeah, check him out. Riddle Boys, we've we mentioned them. and I actually, uh, I actually just took my first booking to play acoustic by myself nice. at a place. Oh, all right. And uh, if you're listening to this, it was last night you missed it. It okay. So uh, so it it okay. So it's on a Tuesday. It's on a Wednesday because this comes out on Thursday. Oh right, morning, right, right, so. right. You got it. So yeah, it was on a Wednesday night. But it's uh, so where did this happen? <laughs> uh, well, it was at the uh, the Wine Walk in Humboldt. Okay, and it went awesome. I did so. It good. went. I did so good. Just perfect. <laughs> no, I'm actually recording this ahead of time, <laughs> and I'm super nervous because yeah. I've never played. You know, I've yeah, never, I never covered two hours by myself. So two hours, okay. Yeah. And it's not going to be impossible to do. Yeah. And I've got some tricks up my sleeve because I'm not. Go. I'm not just going to sit there with an acoustic. I've, yeah. I've got like Digitech looper pedals. Right. And stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get kind of fun. Singing with it, involved. So. Too? Yes, sir. Very good. So okay. I'm going to bust out some songs that aren't traditionally acoustic songs and and force them in there. Um, make it work, man. Yeah. yeah I'm going to I'm going to do some goofy stuff. So yeah. There's a you know there's a lot of cool like programs you know you can have on your tablet where you know you just have it like on a stand mm-hmm. and it'll just you know scroll through the chords lyrics. I mean yep. you could probably learn something on the spot too yeah. if you know it well enough. I'm going to attempt to make some songs on the spot with like just a looper and, yeah. and just see what happens. Yeah. Because uh, you know I'm going to be at the art building in Humboldt yeah. so uh, let's make some art on That's the cool. fly. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So okay. did we hit everybody up in uh, J. Clyde? Then? I think we got oh well our sound guy Mark Gales. There you go. You the, can't uh, you can't not mention the sound guy. <laughs> he's the sixth member of the band. Might as well be. No, dude. he's oh god, it's it's great having Mark. He's good. Um, he's, he's good. Very good. Well, yeah, you know Patty's and yeah. stuff. I yeah. mean, he's been working with us for a few years, and I mean, it, it makes our lives easier just because you know we'd yeah. used to go set up the sound. Like I think we sound good. I think they can hear Corey singing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but... you, get, you get somebody's girlfriend to go stand out in the back. Right. Of the house. Yeah. You, what's it sound? Just sound good. And like yeah, yeah. But then yeah, you get sounds good. Yeah. Then you get people come up. Uh, we can't hear the vocals. Yeah. It's like okay. okay. Well, crap. But right. having him there, you know, we, you know, we have a, a pretty big PA, so he's just back there mm-hmm. at the helm just. EQ and mixing. If something goes wrong, he's there to do it. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, you get feedback happening and you have to like stop the song. Yeah, exactly. If it's bad enough, you just have to everybody it. stop. Everybody stop. Then you try to figure out where the hell it's coming from. Uh huh. Yeah. So I, I get you. Yeah. He's, if anytime you're able to have a sound guy who's good at it, by God, go for it. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> kidding. I mean, it just, it makes life a lot easier. And yeah, dude. I mean, that's just, a lot of stress off your shoulders too. Yeah, but, yeah. Or like you know, if you <laughs> you book a gig at a venue that has you know the house PA, mm-hmm. oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, Patty, I was great at Patty's. Yep. Um, Algona. Yep. Them having theirs, yep. that was nice. Uh, like I've been to some places that have a house PA, yeah, but, but it's not manned. Oh, uh, okay. So you have to like, in some situations, plug everything in. Still, even. Oh yeah. Which I don't know how these people like places trust musicians to yeah. come in there and just start randomly plugging stuff in when, and hope uh, it works. But back in the day, back in the the metal band days, we'd go play at House of Bricks. Yep. And like back then, that was like a yeah. huge deal to you. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yep, I went yep. to a lot of shows there, and I want to get a player. And mm-hmm. yep. Uh, they had a house sound guy too, and that yep. was like the first time experiencing that. So you feel like extra you, special. Yeah, you feel like a king when somebody's. But the, yeah, it was you. you know this 
kind of greasy fat guy comes in and he just like slowly hooks your mics up and he just like points at each drum and he gets you set and he just kind of leaves but even that was like this is awesome yeah this is so cool this is so cool this is a sound guy you know it's yeah it's it was great um yeah, the place I played at recently was uh, Fremont. Um, not the Wine Walk, but we were talking about how I played a show last night. Uh, right, yeah, as, yeah. As of the recording. And that uh, was at the Fremont. They got the old House of Bricks sign in the Fremont. Really? So that's, that's cool. That's kind of neat. That was a fun place. I think, like, I saw August Burns Red there yep, yep. Like after Thrill Seeker came out. That was a big deal. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff there. But... Yeah, it's man. cool. Like you know, Woolies there now. Yep, yep. You know, they get a lot of neat stuff. Um, I've seen a lot of good bands at uh, uh, Seven Flags. Seven Flags event. Saw Mastodon yep. there. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, I yeah, missed that one. I was, was so mad. Awesome, dude, Mastodon man. is so good. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know what would, what kind of music would you call Mastodon? Oh man, Greg and I always called it like stoner metal, but it's like it yeah, it's kind of like, is. but it's like. It's just got it's, this cool like, groove to it's, it. Yeah. It's like the world's most palatable stoner metal. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's their new album. Oh, was it Oblivion? Is that the? Uh, yeah, it was one of the newer ones. Uh, gosh, they've had one out after, but yeah, that one, that one, that exploded. one was exploded, dude. Yeah. That was so good, so good. The mu- yeah. their music videos are yeah. so, so much fun. Well, like to watch. the topics they write about, you know, is just <laughs> it's, it's almost like science fiction, but yeah. like. They're, they're so good. And just finally getting to see them live was really cool. Having three singers, too. Like, yeah, like yeah, when Bron started singing, yeah. It, yep. en- it ends up adding a really big dynamic yeah. to what's going yeah. on. Because they don't sing at the same time. They'll switch off and right. on, even, yeah. even within their own songs. And yeah, it's, yeah. That's pretty mind-blowing yeah. stuff. Because when I started listening to them, it was when Blood Mountain came out. They were still kind of thrashy, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. And then they just kind of progressed into what they have now. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, I... If I have nothing to listen to, I'll always go to like just Mastodon playlist. And yep. it's 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 great. heavy and intricate, and it sure. just it grooves. It grooves yep. so good, you know. It's it's awesome. But yep, another one of the uh, the favorite bands. So let's throw a let's throw a plug at Riddled with Class before we forget to Riddled. Uh, yes, sir. Riddled with Class is uh, Riddled with Class on yep. uh, Facebook. Yep. And if you type in RWC, yep, that'll show up. It's R- show up. RWC dash riddled with yep, class. Yep. Otherwise, it's uh, at riddled with class. You guys have uh, Instagram. I believe it's at riddled with class. I think, yeah. I'd, I'd have to double check. I'm not 100% sure, but there is also a Twitter that hasn't been used almost. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like RWC underscore music. I'll get on Nick that about that. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed that in a previous podcast. Gotcha. But, but yeah, uh, so you guys do have social media. I saw yeah, that um, yeah. your events page on there is yeah. plenty busy. Uh, the Jay Clyde band one Clyde, has, yep. has events on their page as well. Yep. So um, those are probably the two best bets as far as yeah. places to find the bands yeah. that you're going to be There's a in. good chance if you live in, you know, within 100 miles from here, you'll probably see my dumb face near town at some point. <laughs> so. Yeah, actually, I just I just pulled up the Jay Clyde band page, and it is insanity. Like, there's like 20 shows on here. So, yeah, yeah you you guys are busy. You guys yep. are plenty busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but summertime, that I mean, that's definitely our gig, you know, a lot of <coughs> town festivals, um, 
the old county fair gig's always good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'll tell you what, playing a county fair gig is much better if you are a small guy on your way up than it is if you're a big oh, guy totally, on your way yeah. down. Like, yeah. you don't end up like a silver chair or something. Oh, like, right, yeah. We're just going from county fair to county fair, dude. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. No offense to silver chair. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to, like, throw them under the bus. Right, but, yeah. But, yeah. I get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. But <laughs> No, but it'll definitely be a busy summer. So. Yeah, dude. Speaking of being busy, like, I'm, I'm glad... You know, I'm really happy that you took a little time out to do this. Yeah, and, you and bet, man. Yeah, I know. Me. We kind of discussed it a while ago, and, it, you know, maybe by the end of the summer, if you need someone else, we can kind of recap what happened. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude I'd, I'd love to talk to you at the end for of the summer. Live, man. To hear about yeah. what you had going on. Cause, you bet, uh, man. Because I'm always, I'm always looking for guests. It's, yeah. uh, it, like, the grind never, never yeah. ends on this, yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what. So, uh, I mean... That's that's a call to arms. If there's anybody yeah. out there listening that wants to come out here and talk yeah, about something, I'll, do it, man. I'll give yeah. you an open platform to come say just about whatever you want. But next time we'll do it in Humboldt, just because I want to see your studio. Up yeah, there, so. yeah. It's, I'll tell you what. I'll imagine this place, but junkier. It's all right. <laughs> that's how they start. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's, it's. I talked about it with Nick. It's like it's funny what you can do. Like you just go spend like forty bucks on Amazon. And you're like, there. No, I got yeah. a studio, and I just attach it all to like a used table. And man, I, if you had a tin can and like a reel to reel recorder. It would still be Perfect. awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, I mean, it's something to get your music down or something, you know. Yeah, exa- talk, exactly. Yeah, so. and that's like literally all I started it for was this. But now, right. but now, like you said, it's I can record music yeah. now because yeah. it's just an interface. So yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty wild stuff. But yeah, like I've got dual headphone setups with like gotcha. uh, you know plug the laptop into a, a TV yeah. so you can see what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and uh, speaking of this show. Which episode number would this be? Oh God, this would probably be thirty-five. Thirty-five. So, yep. See, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's wild so. to think I've done thirty-five yeah. already. Yeah. Like, that's something that, like, every time I upload an episode, my brain it just like it's right. Like, it's like wow. I because well, the other day, you know, I subscribed to you on YouTube and thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, Dude, you know, I'll scroll it. through. I'm like, God, there's a lot more of these than the last time I checked. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, they, cool. they just keep coming out. And I'll tell you what, like I had a, I had some trouble finding uh, musicians for a while, but like luckily I ran into a comedian during one of them. Oh, nice. That, that's the oh. Chris Schlichting podcast. Okay. That's, that's a laugh riot. Is it? Yeah. I'll have to check that one dude, out. Dude, it's so funny. Yeah, I'll check that I, one uh, out. I ended up going to a podcast meetup with a bunch of other Iowa podcasters. Okay. Uh, ran into a gal that started the meetup and started like a podcast network for us yeah. all to kind of like talk to each other and promote yeah. one another. And she's got a comedy podcast. Yeah. Hers was funny too. Yeah. Um, uh, that's as far as I think. I yeah. think that's still the only female I've done a, on the podcast. Okay. So okay. yeah, I interviewed her. It was tons of fun. God, Huge, it was, yeah. I mean, so like it's it is kind of fun. I don't always just do musicians, and when yeah. I step out of the realm, it, yeah. it seems to be a, a home run almost every well, single time. You know, time. you're probably gonna learn from them too. With yeah, been doing podcasts. My oh. my girlfriend, all she does is listen to podcasts. Like, that's her thing. So <laughs> yeah, and she uh, she listens to you too. Dude, two that's years, so cool. So, yeah. Well, hello. <laughs> I don't know if she'll listen to this one because she has to hear my annoying voice every day anyway. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah. I I'll tell you what. I used to listen to every single episode thoroughly, like sometimes yeah. twice, and now it's just like. Did we say anything bad? No. <laughs> and it's just like I'm not even going to edit it then. I'm not going to worry about it. If yeah. you're cool with it, like, uh, so. yeah, that's cool. But, so I I started just taking them as they come. Yeah, which, which is nice. I've only edited a couple based on like people's requests, but yeah, it makes sense though. It just you can yeah. It just takes more time to you edit. Do it. I don't care, man. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm just going to take sound clips and just like yeah piece words together yeah. so it sounds like a, like an audio. Uh, My butt is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Editing is a hell of a thing, man. So, oh, dude, yeah. Um, 
I mean, we've we've covered an hour. Uh, yeah. We've, we've given shout outs to the three big bands. And if I in. missed you, I'm sorry. I'll get you next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go see. What Do you have a name for the jazz trio? It's just Gabriel Alves Trio. That's kind of what we I like it. go by. Yeah. 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 Simple. So, so that's riddled with class. J. Clyde Band, Gabriel Alves. 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 With a B? Yes. Alves Trio. Yes. Very Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, if you're in the Fort Dodge area and you check out like uh, the Carl King Band, what was the other one that you did? Uh, Fort Dodge Symphony. You, you, um, you do more for the symphony than yeah. the Carl King Band. I actually play at the college still, too. I didn't t- discuss that. Oh, really? So like they're encore singers. Nice. Uh, Greg and I play in their pit, so Dude, that's, that's cool. So it's cool getting to go back and do that. Yeah. That's for another time, but yeah. You should have said something while I still had a nice student ID and could have gotten into those oh, things yeah. for free. I totally oh, would have. You could just walk in. Bro. I totally would have just been like, hey, <laughs> yeah. right in the middle of the show, just yell yeah. from the balcony, hey, yeah. I know if not, that guy. They can always come into Remans because we basically live here. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again you for bet, doing man. the podcast. Yeah, we'll uh, do it again. Give everybody the shout outs and uh, yeah. dude, I'm. It's good. It's good to sit down and talk yeah, to you and finally. actually finally meet you and stuff. So. Thank you very much. Killer. Man. All right. Hey, there it is. 35's in the bank. Huge shout out to Jake Merritt for doing the podcast with me. Uh, wildly entertaining. I, you know, this is probably one of my favorite things I do is actually get to sit down and listen to everybody tell their story. And everybody's story is very unique to them. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, this is a fun one getting to hear about, like, I mean, I don't have parents that were necessarily musical, so I don't know exactly what it would be like to have parents that were musical that kind of pushed me into this and kind of kept me going and on the straight and narrow, you know, or just at least something to kind of drive my passion a little bit more because I'm out here all alone. Um, I mean, my sister is is a heck of a musician. She plays piano. I don't know how much she's been playing lately, but uh, man, growing up, she was amazing. So that was uh, kind of my, my competition growing up was my sister. But we uh, played different instruments through our whole lives, and I mean, my sister is a pretty good musician too. But uh, this is this one was about Jake. Let's let's keep talking about Jake. Check out all his bands online. Make sure you go to all of the Facebook pages in the description below to check out all of his bands. We're talking Jake Clyde Band. Uh, I mean, just you name it. I, Four Dodge Symphony. Are you serious, man? This guy is so busy, uh, and he works in a music shop, so that's you know even cooler. It's just the eat, sleeps, breathes. All day, all night music. That's all it is. And, uh, you know, these are the cool people in the community that uh, it's fun to get to know and, and actually go out and watch them play. So I can't wait to go check him out live again. Uh, you know, Patty's Pubs is gone, but I'm sure there's going to be a shot at a, at a jam night somewhere. Or or maybe I'll just go check him out live in one of his bands. You know, that's always a good recommendation. Uh, if you're listening to this, you may or may not have saw me play last night in Humboldt, Iowa. I played a solo show, and I'm actually pre-recording this, so I don't know how well it went. But I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I bet it was awesome. I I, I sure, uh, man, I put a lot of work into this, considering it was, uh, you know, like getting close to the end of finals week and everything. And I was kind of trying to gear down school and kind of trying to gear up this music show. And it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. I'm bringing a decent amount of equipment down to a nice little room. And we're gonna I'm going to try not to blow everyone's eardrums out. And I'm just going to keep it nice and easy and, and play some blues music and some acoustic guitar for people. And, and maybe even bust out that band in a box that I had at the Rockin' Picnic a year or so ago with Dan Blair. So, uh, you know, check that show out. There's uh, all sorts of good stuff online. If you want to go to www.audiblefarm.com, that's right. It's a website. You can go there. You can find all the Audible Farm stuff as far as websites, uh, all of our SoundCloud links. Everything is there. It's all there. Every drop of it. If you uh, want to do it the old-fashioned way, you can go to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Type in at Audible Farm. That's us. We're there. Check it out. 
you know, the benefit of audiblefarm.com is probably the fact that um, the Iowa Podcast Network helped me set up the page, and they actually put a form on there. So if, if you fill out the form on there, it will email me at audiblefarm at gmail.com, and, and you can let me know if you want to be a guest. If you want to be a guest on the show, I'd love to have you. I, I would. I'm, you know, believe it or not, they kind of accordion back and forth, and I'm, I'm stacking up guests, and I'm, I'm pre-recording things weeks out now, and it's... I don't like to do that too much, but I, I do also enjoy having the, the free time to do what I need to do in my life. So if you want to be a guest, hop in line. Let's do it. I would love to talk to you. If you uh, want to go to YouTube, there's podcasts there. There's band videos. There's more. I mean, I've dipped a couple guitars and uh, videos for those are there. You just go to YouTube.com, type in Audible Farm, look for the piggy. Pretty sure we're the first response. We usually are. And then just uh, click subscribe. Boom. You'll never miss another video ever again. Make sure you leave us a review. I'm sure uh, the Apple podcast listeners can do that. I'm not sure about every other streaming service. Um, give it a valiant effort. Leave us a review. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Five stars. One star. Uh, tell everybody you love us. Tell nobody you love us. It's all good. I really appreciate everybody for listening, and I super appreciate Jake Merritt for sitting down and doing a podcast with me. We had discussed it a, a couple of times, and uh, we finally got it done. So super shout-out to Jake Merritt. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Next week, there's going to be another great episode. So tune in next week, too. Appreciate it. Check everybody next week. Peace. Peace.